This is I'm I'm this is like one of those weeks. Does it feel like a long week? No, it does. Well, no, no, I'm frustrated because, you know, I'm 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 gonna be gone for four days, and I hate being gone for four days. You're frustrated already. No hi, no welcome, no thank you for joining us. Just right off the bat. No, well, welcome to the show. But I I am I'm frustrated because you know I I only want to work Thursday, Friday, Saturday when. And when I'm gone four days on the road away from my family, it makes yeah. me it makes me really unhappy. I hear you. Um, do you know how many? But do you know how many other Americans are like? I only want to work Thursday, Friday, Saturday. No, I'm 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 not complaining. I'm saying I'm frustrated. Okay. I'm frustrated. I'm like, and then we, you know, we're doing the podcast right now. I want to do stuff here at the house. Uh-huh. Then then you, you like lit like two seconds before we started recording you're like oh and by the way you have a a zoom meeting at 1 30 and i'm like motherfucker like i just i want to work on the house i want i gotta cut the yard today there's things i need to do around the house and i i just feel like i'm running out of time this week yeah um but you look um beautiful well, thank as always. you. Thank you. Um, we changed the camera angle so that you don't look like... Um, I hadn't read the comments, so I didn't know. But apparently I looked like a Sasquatch last week. And yes. you looked like you a look... fit, trim supermodel. Well, no. You, you just look like a monster. <laughs> you look like Shrek. <laughs> and, uh, see, so now I look... I, we look now like the way we look in somewhat so. real life. Proportionate. So, in somewhat um, real life. Yes. <laughs> Um, big shout out to Aztec Chevrolet for always taking care of us. Those guys are selling cars lightning fast and they are, I mean, you know, I put them in touch last week with a guy that was working here that needed a truck within Uh minutes. They're already on the phone within minutes. They're working on it. And you know, the, the team at Aztec Chevrolet is just, I love referring people to them because they're on it yeah so aztec chevrolet if you're gonna buy a car give chevrolet aztec chevrolet a chance also big shout out to old salt coffee Coffee. uh we love those guys because they're veteran owned and operated the coffee tastes like freedom oldsaltcoffee.com trevino 10 you're gonna drink coffee anyway you might as well get it delivered yeah all right. Well, and then I just, you know, last weekend was. You were so busy. I realized I was like, I'm actually looking forward to the podcast because you were so busy and your schedule was so nuts. I didn't talk to you while you were gone, really, which is we usually usually at least have some communication. But I think between me running around with the kiddos and all of Garrett's games and you, your crazy schedule, we didn't talk much for a couple of days. Saturday morning, we woke up at 630 in the morning. We had a 9 a.m. game. No, 8 a.m. game. 8 a.m. game. Yeah. So you got to be there at 7.30. Yep. And I'm the coach. So I hauled ass out there to be the coach of a Little League game Saturday morning at 8 o'clock. Yeah. To tease all the moms with your delicious calves. Yes. The, all the, there was a lot of police that had shown up for some reason. Who knows why? Uh-huh. And, they heard um, about your calves, babe. Yeah, they and, heard. Uh, they're so deadly I, and dangerous. At, at one point, I looked at the uh, the uh, the uh, stands of the parents. audience. Yeah, the audience, <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, oh man, there's a lot of cops here. I think my legs are illegal, and that got a big laugh yeah. from because I know that all the moms are really into my legs. I, heard, I don't know if you're the best coach, but I will say you are for sure, hands down, the most enthusiastic. Always enthusiastic, and that's that to me is part of being. A good coach when your kids are five and six. Literally, go for sure. You know, because yeah. because being excited and being big 
gets them excited. Because sliding motivated. for yeah. no reason is what yeah. it's all about. We're doing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging sliding in the home plate, just having fun, right? Uh, and then from there, we were able to come home quickly. Uh, I, I took a quick shower, and then we went to the soccer game, which started at 11. Yeah. I hung out from 11. I watched Garrett score three goals. I don't know why you bother to take a shower. It's so freaking hot in Texas right now, you guys. Someone sent send a message that it's like snowing where they're at. And I'm like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. (laughs) I love the heat. Uh, So I stayed there till about 1145, then drove an hour to Austin, Texas to then fly out to go to Los Angeles. Yeah. Landed in Los Angeles and let the shit show begin. Los, I mean, it is insane. LAX was cr- like on a Saturday. LAX was. Oh crazy. my god! It felt like a third world country. I mean, Why? there was homeless people oh. everywhere. There was graffiti at the airport. Well, the airport felt like a third world country because they. I, I, I was gonna Uber. I was not gonna rent a car because I was only there for a day. Yeah, and I needed to Uber to Pasadena to do my. Um, corporate event uh-huh. and I so now you you get you you wait for a bus the bus takes you to a section where you then get catch your uber okay well there was 14 15 guys like you know like you, like when you land in Mexico uh-huh. and everybody's like where are you going you need a ride where are you going yeah. like we'll give you a ride you need a, and they're like they're in your face uh-huh. you know that's how it was at LAX like these people were like hey cancel your uber can't you, how much is it? How, like, I'll take you right now. I, and, like, and then they're like yelling at other dudes. I already got this guy. Get away. I'm, and, and I'm just like, oh, Isn't there like a line with an attendant who like one the, at a time? The attendant was just standing there not giving a fuck. So I ended up Ubering to the hotel. Uh-huh. I have like an hour. In a legit Uber or in a like third world no, country No, I took Uber. the legit Uber. I was like, okay. no, dude, like. I've got my Uber booked. They're pulling up. Yeah. You know, and, and, and by the way, the Uber standards have gone way down. And I don't know if it's just LA. Yeah. But I did the, the middle level. And by the way, I don't care what car I get in. I care about what time are you going to get me? What's, who, who's going to be here faster? Oh, right. You don't want to be waiting right. forever so for a car. So I did kind of the upgrade where uh-huh. you're supposed to be in a nicer car. Uh-huh. And I ended up in a shit box. Like, <laughs> like... <laughs> Total shit box. And I'm the bougie one? No, shit box. <laughs> what, what like, I would have rather taken a taxi. Oh. And that's what's weird about Uber. Like, when Uber first came out, it was like, oh, forget this that. Is, yeah, who's going to get in a taxi? Uh, forget the Uber. taxi. Why am I going to get yelled at by the taxi driver? Because he wants cash. Yeah. You know, Ubers are nicer. It's somebody's car. Right? Now it's just people, shitty cars, my ex-cabbies. Right. And it was a nightmare. Yeah. We get to, I get to the, the, the hotel, which by the way, was beautiful, beautiful. It's called the Longham. The Langham hotel. The Langham hotel. Yeah. And so I had like, it's a, like right when you come right over the bridge in Pasadena, right? You have a beautiful view of the bridge. Yes, Is that the you're talking about? Yeah. It was a beautiful hotel. And I, I did this, um, corporate event that was actually pretty early. I was on stage by six forty five. And then um, my Did friend... Did they laugh? Was that weird, being on stage so early? I guess 6.45 is well, not the, so early. But that was like... one of my jokes, because it was a 50-year-old birthday party. And I'm like, is this 50? <laughs> I go, I can't... I go, <laughs> can't stay up past nine? I go, buddy, I can't... I go, don't worry, I'll have you all home by the news. 
I, go, I can't wait to do your 55th birthday when we start the show at six o'clock, right? <laughs> um, did that and then hauled ass to the Haha ha Cafe in North Hollywood. We did, I just did kind of a, all right, let's do a show. Uh-huh. We sold it out very quickly. Yeah. Because it was only 150 Because well, you haven't seats. been, you haven't done a show in like LA and forever. Forever. And it, it felt, it felt so great to do this corporate show where there were so many requests and uh-huh. don't be dirty. Don't say bad words. Um, don't do this. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Right. I had all these rules for yes. the corporate event. So it felt like after that day, I walk on stage. I'm like, guys, I need a drink. Like I'm, I, and I never drink on stage. On yeah, stage, I don't remember but I'm the like, last time you had a drink right I'm out like, the gate. Guys, I'm like, I need a, I need a drink. It's been a long day, you know? Yeah. Um, and then we had um, some press there, which I want to show you. Um, the Buzz. It's like a national uh-huh. Hollywood thing. Okay. They came out to do a really cool interview, and, and I'll show it to you. I have it. it it'll be coming out um, soon. Did the show. Did the interview. And then I told everybody. What was the interview about? Just about my career, you know, what I've been through, uh-huh. you know, um, why my comedy is my comedy, who was my influences, just your standard kind of. Get to you know, know Steve Trevino, get, get Steve Trevino profile. Steve Trevino. And then afterwards, um, D goes, hey, a lot, a lot of people are waiting for you on the patio. So I went out on the patio and everybody was sitting down and there was a stage. It was like they were watching, like sitting down because they have it set up for comedy shows. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to remember. It's been so long since I've been at the haha. I don't remember the patio. It's a different haha. Oh, it is. Yeah. They have a different one. I don't think you've been to that one. So it's not at the one on Lancashire, the spot it's they used on to have Lancashire, on Lancashire? but it's like a bigger one, right? Okay. So I'm like, oh, well, why don't I just do a microphone, like get on the microphone and do a meet and greet kind of. Like a fireside chat kind of thing? And it was crazy because it ended up being like a second show for the same people. You went and did more stand-up? Well, kind of. It was, it was just really cool, man. And, and there was probably 20 couples that stuck around. Uh-huh. And, you know, I was like, hey, what do you guys fight about? Like, what's the big, <laughs> you know, what's the what's the big argument you guys Uh-oh. deal with? And uh-huh. we, we just had a lot of fun. And then, and then. And it was pretty much all couples that stuck around. It was all couples that stuck around. And then it, it kind of got like really interesting because people, people started asking about, you know, us and our journey and things that I was going to say like, what, what did they want to know? Just, you know, like, Hey, congratulations on the dream house. How did you guys end up there? Uh-huh. And then I started talking about, you know, the real estate things that we do and, right. and, and how important that we think that, you know, sharing the information that we've learned with people that might not know. Right. Right. Because there was definitely, well you, well, you and I always talk about how we feel like a lot of it is a cultural thing, too. It's a cultural thing. It's a, well, we don't talk about money. We don't talk about finance. Right. Um, and I, I just, I like sharing the knowledge that I've gained. Yeah. Because at one point in mine in your life, we thought, oh, we can't buy a house. Yeah. You know, how do you buy a house? Like, it, it must be impossible. Well, in L.A., like, the cost of real estate is insane. So you hear those numbers, and it does seem impossible and overwhelming. And then there was this other guy there that was like, he's like, hey, man, I'd like to tell my story. Oh, cool. Right? And this guy was, was he goes, man, I, I don't want to brag. He's like, but I'm really proud because I took this property 
that my dad gave me that he bought a million years ago. He goes, and now I'm, I'm like doing real estate and buying houses and investments and right. So he told his story and then all of a sudden people were like, Hey, well, you know, we're trying to pay our house off. Is that the right thing to do? Like all of a sudden it turned into this, like a completely different thing. Not at all related to comedy, apparently. but it was funny. It was comedy. It was, it was us having a real conversation. Uh-huh. Um, and then of course I took pictures with everybody after, but it was just a really, really special kind of a cool show. Just sort of morphed into something. It, it just, it really did. It, it, it morphed into something really freaking cool. And I was, I was just kind of And not of at like, all your intent. It was just where the audience took it's it. It's just where it went. And, and, you know, I've always had the idea of, you know, how do we do outreach, right? How do we, how do we continue to help people, mm-hmm. right? And I've always had the idea that, man, maybe, you know, me and you should do a specific, like, hey, all we're going to talk about is real estate. All we're going to talk about is our journey into how we ended up here. Right. And if people are interested, maybe they'll check it out. Right. Yeah. Um, or, you know, do I do something live where I'm in town and I go, Hey, the four o'clock show is not a show come out. Like it's outreach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then after I did that, I ended up in my bed about one 30, two o'clock had to fly. Wait, but did you like, did you see old friends? Well, I was like bummed because... the comedy community there in L.A.? A little bit. I mean, a, a lot of them weren't there because they were at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin. Oh, So a lot okay. of comics were... You know, all the cool kids... Were all gone. Yeah, they're all gone, right? Yeah. Um, but I did get to see some some really funny, talented friends of mine that I hadn't seen in forever. Uh-huh. Um, so it was, it was fun, and I enjoyed the show. And my thing is, if I, if I would have done... If I would have done the the corporate show and then not done another show, well, the corporate show was over like at eight. Yeah. What was I going to do with myself on a Saturday night at a hotel? Yeah. So it was fun to go out and and do the show that turned out to be something really, really special. And then I, oh, to, to continue to talk about that, I had a couple afterwards, they go, man, we, 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 we are very interested in you telling us like how to do it. Right. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Send me a message and, and we'll talk. So I have okay. a zoom later this evening with a couple <laughs> to talk about, you know, real estate to answer their questions, answer yeah. their questions and, and try, try to help. Right. Right. You know, we, and, well, we had so many people who were so giving of their time to explain things and break it down for us and, and answer all us. of our questions. Cause we had a lot of questions. And we learned a lot and yeah. we're learning a lot. Right. Yeah. So then I go back to the hotel. I've got to get, and by the way, I'm like, fuck Uber. I go to, oh, the ho- to get back to the hotel. I go to the hotel and I'm like, is there any way that you guys can set up a car? Cause I'm not going through this, you know, I'm going to cancel the show, the ride. Wait. And then you pay me cash. Like, I, I'm oh, like, Oh, but, but, but when you're going to the airport, don't they just drop you off right at your terminal? You don't have to do like the whole yeah, shuttle thing but, again but that but way. I'm do you? I'm telling you now they're doing like, Hey, I'm going to cancel the Uber. You pay cash. Like, I mean, it's become like taxis again. Yeah. Like, so I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Take car, take the car, get on a plane, um, to come home. I land at what? Two 30. I don't know. I thought maybe your plane was delayed because for some reason I thought you were getting home at noon. No, I land. Well, because the time changed. Remember we lose two hours, right? So I landed at two 30 
And then I'm filming a project for HBO Max uh-huh. called the Ha Festival. And the producers are calling me up going, you can't go home. The show starts at five. We need you here for makeup, for wardrobe. And I'm like, oh my God, like I don't even get to go home. Yeah. I wanted to see my son. I wanted to see my wife. I wanted to see my baby girl. And then I got a haul ass straight to the Ha Festival. Yeah. And I was excited because... That was hard too because you had told Garrett you were coming home. So I he did. was like yeah. counting down to when his dad going to be here. Yeah. And he was a champ this weekend too. He was amazing. He's been great. And I was really excited because in, in, in my career, I have not had much contact with Paul Rodriguez. Uh-huh. And I, I met him one other time and, and I shook his hand and we, we spoke. Only once? Really? Oh, yeah, only once. Uh, and and a, quite some time ago. Uh-huh. Like where I just got to shake his hand, just got to say hi, right? Uh-huh. We get to the special. I'm excited because, oh my God, Paul Rodriguez is going to be hosting. I hope I get to talk to him. And I was just bummed. You didn't get to talk to him? He was very cold. Didn't talk to anybody. Really? You know, he, he was kind of to himself. Well, you wonder too if it's a COVID thing. I mean, crew is wearing masks, but performers. I know that he's been through a lot. I know that he, you know, he just had triple bypass. He's not a young chicken. Yeah. You know? How old is he? I don't know. How old is um, Rick? You know, can you check real quick how old um, Paul Rodriguez is? But he, he was just kind of, kind of there. And, 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 it, and it, well, he. I mean, I'm sure he was probably tired too. Because didn't they? I know you didn't do the show, but didn't they? They do had rehearsals. They had all kinds. Two he was, shows the night before, too, or something. And I mean, was was he at those as well? Um, I don't think so, but oh. I, I do know that he had a long day cause there was rehearsals and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And, and I was just, I was just bummed because you were so excited to meet him. Well, he was one of the, one of the reasons as a Mexican American for me that made me feel like I could do it. He was the one guy at, when I was very young, yeah. he was the only guy. Well, that's what I was going to say. I feel like when you think of who's the first Hispanic comic, I know there was Freddie well, Prinze, Prince, but, but he had I don't passed remember. away and I don't remember him. Yeah, no, right? I don't remember Freddie you know, Prince. For me, it was, you know, as a, as a young man, it was Paul Rodriguez. For sure. Right? For sure. Yeah. And you what know, was his show? Did he have a show? They, they had one. I think it was called, um, like, why did we know him as, um, as kids? Hello, Paul. Or, well, because he was he had bit parts and things. Yeah, he that's a, true. He was always like know, the comedic sidekick and he, things. Yeah, he, he ended up in in um, um, on HBO with a special, and and you know he was kind of a a, a big inspiration for me. He's sixty six years old. Yeah, um, Paul Rodriguez, and I, I I was just I was bummed because, and, and I'm not saying that he's a bad guy. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I was I just I was hoping for more. In your and head, it was something else. I just, no, I just wanted more interaction. I just wanted a moment to to even tell him, like, "Hey, man, you know, thank you for being a trailblazer. Thank you yeah. for for you know being that yeah, guy for yeah, me." Yeah. And, and I just didn't have that opportunity. That opportunity, you know. And, and I'm not mad at him because he it, it wasn't just me. He wasn't talking to anybody. Yeah. He was just backstage waiting to do his thing, and then he went home. Yeah. Right. Um, but I there know, was, I'm sorry. I know people get annoyed when our phones vibrate. My phone is vibrating and I have to vibrate off. I don't know what's going on. And, and, on and we, um, there was another host, Emilio Rivera. And Emilio is the, the, the star of the Mayans on FX. The, uh-huh. the, the, you know, and, and now here's a guy that, you know, he's, he's like six foot, 
uh, at least 5'10". I mean, he's, you know, kind of a bigger guy. Uh-huh. He's got this kind of... He's just um, like scary look. I mean, people say that you're intimidating and scary looking. He no, he has a very has tough guy, like, like Mexican, yeah. you know, cholo almost kind of... And he's kind of got this like scowl, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and, and he was also hosting. And for some reason, he said something to me. I said something to him. And we started joking and uh-huh. laughing and cracking up back. We were laughing so hard backstage. They had to tell you guys to shut up? They had to tell us that. <laughs> like, literally, PAs came over and they're like, guys, like, please. Yeah. And we're freaking laughing. And, and, and it was just really cool that, that me and him, you know, were, were backstage just laughing and joking around and just having, having a... Uh, a lot of fun together uh-huh. on set and you know I know of him I've seen him in movies I know that he's on the Mayans uh-huh. I know that he was on Sons of Anarchy before the Mayans I mean I know him yeah. right uh, from TV and movies but it, to be completely honest with you I, I don't watch that show where does he live you is know, he here in Texas he lives he's... in Los Angeles okay I don't watch that show so I'm not like a huge fan of his I just know of him yeah. right um, but now I'm a, I'm a huge fan of him because yeah. we, we, we hit it off like, like little kids and you know, me, I, I, I don't like to, um, I don't like to, to, uh, what I was going to say, I don't, I don't know what this jazz hands, you don't like to jazz hands. I, I, don't, I don't like to, to, to be that guy, <laughs> you know, Ooh, you're a celebrity. I want to be close to you. Oh, you don't, you don't, I don't schmooze. I don't go out of my way to try to be his friend. You know, right. I, I give him a space. But we're both backstage waiting for, you know, I, I got to go. I'm going to go on in two comics. I'm backstage. He's backstage. He has to host, right? Uh-huh. And then we just ended up laughing and yeah. having a good time. So afterwards, they had a, um after party, which, man, I have a lot of energy. But I was like, oh, gosh. Man, <laughs> I should go to this after party and, and, and thank everybody that was a part of the show. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm just tired. I'm like, oh, my God. So I go afterwards and, uh, and I see Emilio and I went over to him. I go, man, I go, I go, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. And he goes, me too, man. I, that was hilarious. We had me and What you. was it? Do you know? Do well, you I don't want to talk about it because we were making fun of somebody. Okay. And reliving and it is not as funny anyway. It is funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> but I don't want to be, I don't want to disrespect somebody. Gotcha. Um, okay. Between me and him, it's different, right? Right. We're, you know, so I don't want to disrespect anybody, but. He goes, man, and then, so then he's sitting with his, his family after, at the after party having a snack, and, and one of his nieces is like, oh, my God, can I get a picture with you? I don't want to be that guy, you know, uh-huh. that person. I said, no, of course, I'm happy to take a picture with you. And then Emilio, he goes, Steve, I got to get a picture with you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, good, because I wanted to get a picture with you, you know? Uh-huh. So we ended up taking a picture, which is, which is on my um, Instagram. And then he was like, man, we got to keep in touch. Yeah. And I was like, you're, you know, you're right. Like, we, we do need to keep in touch. I really enjoyed your company, uh-huh. you know. So we ended up exchanging numbers. And, and I always like when it's organic like that. Right. You know, it, it, it wasn't forced by either one of us. Yeah. Um, we just found ourselves getting along. Yeah. And, and laughing. I think you know? I, 
I think like the audience, if you're not an actor, you're not a performer or you haven't been on a set before, like sometimes there's this feeling in the room. It's like, I don't want to say desperation is the right word, but it's like, you feel this like energy of everyone is like, I have to be nice to everyone and I have to meet everyone. And I have to make sure like I connect with this person and I meet this person and I have to introduce it's, myself to this person. And it just it's like everything I ugh. hated. It's everything I hated about Hollywood. Yeah. It's everything I hated about being at the comedy store, being at the the improv, being at the Laugh Factory, where it was a constant. Oh my God! One of I'm the, here to work. One of the girls on the show even has like a joke about it in her bit, where she talks about everyone like in LA when you ask them, "Hey, how are you?" They're like, "Oh, you know, I'm just on the grind," and you're right. like, <laughs> "Grinding at what?" <laughs> you know, I, I remember that there was there was comics at the comedy store who would have pictures of agents, managers, producers, their names, and they would study them. Yeah. So that when that person walked to, into the comedy store, they would know to go talk to them. And, and I just, I, that was the biggest issue for me. I mean, look, I get it, right? It's like you, it is about, it is a business about who you know and personal connections and all of that when there's so many people trying to do it. But at the same time, uh, it's I hear gross. you. You know, I had a comment come up to me and he goes, you know, Trevino, you, you would be so much further in your career if you played the game. And I go, what do you mean? He's like, you know, play the game. I play the game. I go, so everything that you say to me is suspect now. Because are you talking to me because you're, you're, you're interested in me? Yeah. Are you talking to me because you're wondering how my, my, my wife is doing and my kids are doing? Or, or are you playing the game? Yeah. I don't play the game. I don't play games. I don't talk to people that I don't find um, uh, interesting. <laughs> I don't think anyone or... denies, denies that, would refute that. No, I, I don't. I don't if, I, if there's somebody that I don't respect, I don't go out of my way to tell them I don't respect them. I just don't find time for them. Yeah. You know, so when I would go to the comedy store and I would see how some of these people would act or be or the kind of person they were, if I didn't like the kind of person they were, I would just stay away. Yeah. And, and to me, it didn't matter how big of a comic they were or how big of an actor they were. I, I, I would talk to people that, in my opinion, had good character. Right. And truly cared to talk to me. Right. And, but you wanted and, to talk to Paul not because you wanted anything from him, but just because you really wanted to talk I, to him. I just wanted to thank him. Yeah. I wanted to thank Paul for, for being a trailblazer. And, and if I'm being completely honest, I, I don't know if I would have pursued this career had there not been a Paul Rodriguez. Yeah. You know, Paul Rodriguez made me feel like there is a place for me. Yeah. And I loved watching Paul. And it made me go, oh, if Paul can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And I just wanted to tell him that. But at the same time, you know, he's exhausted. He's tired. He's not a, you know, just had triple bypass. He's there to do his job yeah. as a host. And I'm sure he's been on a million sets. You know, he was on the set of Ali with Will Smith. Yeah. He was in that movie. So I'm sure he was just like, let me get through the day. Right. I don't want a small talk because he wasn't he wasn't rude. He wasn't right. mean. He wasn't um, he was just to himself. Yeah. You know, and I let him be to himself. I let Emilio be to himself until we both started laughing. Yeah. You know, so it, it was a, a really good ex experience. It's going to air on um, HBO Max. We filmed it in San Antonio. It's called the Ha Festival. Yeah. It was great to work with a lot of great comics that were there. Um, 
but and, and for me too you know a lot of the because the, i closed the show out right uh-huh. some of the comics on the show this was their first tv um spot okay right uh-huh. and and i i remember my first tv spot i remember being nervous I what was your first tv spot i don't remember oh gosh i mean i did i did bet's comic view i did funniest funny i did comics unleashed i did yeah. you know a, a lot of those like um, comedy.tv. I, did, I mean, yeah, I mean, countless. TV, yeah. Yeah. No, you know. I know you've done a lot. I just didn't know which one was your very first one. I was trying to remember which one was I your very first one. I don't remember, um, the very first one, but you know, and now I'm what four one hour specials in. Yeah. So me filming eight minutes for yeah. HBO max, I'm not too concerned about. Right. You know, um, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was done very well. Yeah. Um, I, I really thought it was it was cool to be on a show with Paul Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, Emilio Rivera, who turns out to be my friend. <laughs> um, so it was, it was a great experience, but I was ready to get home. Yeah. I was ready to get home. I was ready to to to, to go to sleep. I mean, I was tired. Yeah. You know, and, and again, you know, people were like. Hey, you want to have a drink? You know, we're all having drinks. You want to have a drink? And I was already bummed that I had missed Garrett Sunday. Oh, he had a meltdown. He was meltdown status. So I knew that I had to wake up. And every time, if I'm home, I'm waking up with him for school. Yeah. That's my goal. And I was not going to drink because I was tired. And it was already late. And I did not want to be not motivated to wake up with my son in the morning. So I got home, um, woke up with um, Garrett in the morning to get yeah. him to, to school. And, and I always try, like, you know, when I give him a ride to school, we carpool with the neighbors, and they've got three great kids. And, and my goal is always to, can I make these kid, kids laugh? Yeah. Can I wake them up? Can I get them motivated? Right. right. To, to in a help, good mood before you drop them off In a good mood to hopefully that they're, they've got a little spark about themselves. Yeah. They, they've laughed, they, you know, they get some energy into them. So I'm kind of the opening act for the teacher, right? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, so I, I enjoy giving the kids uh, a ride yeah. in the morning. I enjoy seeing my son in the morning. And then we got started because we have Teardrop Teddy. Oh, yeah. We're building a chicken coop at the house. We know absolutely nothing about chickens. Teddy will be like, no, no, you guys, you can't put the coop here. The chickens need shade. Or he'll be like, no, we got to have vents. There needs to be air going through here for the chickens. So, you know, my sister um, and growing up, you know, we would eat, um, you know, we, you know, we grew up in a country town, right? So yeah. we were always getting farm fresh eggs from neighbors, friends, family. Were you really? Because oh, yeah. I grew up in the same town. I wasn't giving farm fresh eggs. You guys didn't talk to anybody. Oh, that's not true. You and your parents didn't, don't have friends. No, that's it's just not you true. guys. We just didn't talk to you. Um, but, you know, we would eat like duck. They'd bring us like duck eggs and goose eggs and, you know, um, chicken eggs. And uh-huh. I'd love farm fresh eggs. Yeah. And my sister, you know, she's she has chickens at her on her property. Yeah. And so I'm very excited about this chicken coop. But, of course... Renee Rick does nothing normal. Can we have a regular chicken coop? No. I'm not Can- Rick. I'm not putting in that many requests. I just wanted to have like some cute, like Spanish style, like cathedral windows, 
put a cute door on it. Bro, we're like building one of those little steeples and a little bell tower, maybe. We're building literally a fixed structure that somebody could live in. Steve. For chickens. <laughs> Like a similar structure. Oh my for gosh, chickens. dude! And and she wants a bell tower, and she wants windows. I just think it's oh. a nice touch. They need ventilation. She wants uh, a rocks like a house. Like you know how a house has rocks up like the first half of it. I, know, I just said let's put some planter boxes around it so it looks pretty. She's wearing me out, dude. For a chicken coop and pork. And, well, and, no, I really wanted a greenhouse, but you were so excited about the chicken coop. That I was like, okay, we'll do the chicken coop. So maybe like it's just gonna grow into any, a chicken any, coop slash greenhouse. Any combo. contractor I that I hire, Rick, I, I feel horrible for them. Why? Because like, every time, like when she comes, you see in their face, like, like they have that like. <laughs> that is not here true. We, yes, it is. That's not fair. When we were building the fireplace. Uh-huh. And and you would walk out there for every detail, the fireplace guys, and they were nice, but they'd be like, mm. "You act like I'm changing things constantly." And, 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 they and would just be like, "Are you sure you want it this way? Does it look like okay?" Like this? they would come like, up to me and be like, "Hey, can you go get um, your wife before we put this mantle on? Um, can you go get your wife before we move on? Can you like?" They were so afraid. They just wanted to make sure they got it right. Oh my gosh, dude! So. I go out there and, and, and I told Teddy, I said, hey, well, she wants um, a, a bell tower on top. And he's like, okay, well, you know, do you want one? Do you want two? Do you want, do you want it um, in the back? Do you want it in the front? Like, where do you, where do you want this thing? And I'm, I'm like, let me get her. And those guys were like, yeah, you better get her. <laughs> like the, the sadness that comes over them. Like they ju you just don't have any idea where you want where we would put it or where you want it. So we're all dude, we're all waiting. We're all sitting there, like, all right, let's wait to see what Captain Evil wants and how she wants it. Let's make sure because there's nobody else allowed to make decisions. Oh hush. You can take Delilah to swim survival and I'll stay here and help them make decisions about nope. the chicken coop. I already told you I'm not going to swim survival. You said today was miserable and I, it would <laughs> break my heart. Miserable. What happened? She, so there, she now has her float. She knows how to float. And so now it's about putting her in head first and her learning, okay, I've got to turn and make myself right side up. Well, she turns, she's got that, but then she's pissed that they put her in face down. So she starts kicking and like almost pitching a fit and throwing her head back. So obviously when you're trying to float on your back, if your chin goes up too far, you go under. So now she's going under and the instructor is like, well, listen, I can't pick her up and reward her bad behavior of throwing her head too far back. She's like, <laughs> but I also can't let this child Does take she in call all this it the, water. Uh, she was like, Kent Raymond. <laughs> What do you mean I can't Raymond? That's your dad. What's my dad? I can't reward bad, bad behavior. behavior. <laughs> I can't reward bad behavior. No, so what she does is she literally, when Delilah's doing that, she picks her up, flips her over, and then face plants her back in the water again to, like, start the process over. See, I'm, I'm not doing it. 
I'm not doing it. I know you want me to do it. And you see her little body like mad and flailing and you just... And I'm sorry. I I think there's mama departments and daddy departments. How does that fall into mama department and not daddy department? She's your daughter. She's And you're a female. She's your daughter. She's a female. It has nothing to do with sex. It has nothing to do with sex. That's your department. You handle that much better than I do. I, I... I just, I gotta be honest. I'm at, I'm having a hard time trusting the process. Like I know there's a process and I know there's a reason. And I, I just struggle with like, you and I talk about this, like every kid is different, right? So different strokes for different folks. And I, no pun intended, swimming strokes. Um, but I wonder like, is this the right course of action for Delilah? Knowing that she's like such a strong-willed child. We, we, you know, we're working on getting the gates to make our pool more safe. But in the meantime, and even with gates, you know, we, we have a, a friend who lost a child and, and they had a gate. Yeah. They had a gate and the child was three and they yeah. had the pool since birth to three and they had a gate and... You know, uh, I mean, that's why uh, I did it because it scares the shit out of me. So that's why I did it. But. A parent's worst nightmare. They lost their baby in a pool. And, and I, I just can't imagine feeling like, oh, my gosh, I'm the one that bought this pool. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the, it's just I mean, losing a child is just unf- I, I can't understand. I can't. I was going to I don't want to talk, talk about that. I, 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 I can't comprehend it. Awful. So. You know, the the very least that we can do is do everything that we're supposed to do to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, um, we're going to put the gates up. We're, we're, we're doing the swim survival so that we can at least do everything that we can do as parents to avoid a tragedy. We're doing the you know? swim survival. I'm having to take her. But, but it, you know, yes, I know you're having to take her and I know you're having to see it, but it hurts me too. Like when you come home and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, it was a bad one. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm <laughs> glad I wasn't there. I'm so glad I wasn't there. It, it's, it's hard, but you know, we are doing everything that we are supposed to do as parents, as responsible people. I just hope it know. works. Cause damn, at the end of the six weeks, I mean, I know it's not just like six weeks and they nail it. How, like how many weeks have you been doing it now? This is week three that we're in and there oh, it's a, three more weeks. It's a six week session. And then even after that, I met a mom at the beginning. She was like, my kid didn't quite get it in six weeks. So the instructors asked us to come for an additional week to make sure that right. we're where we need to be. And then, and then Rick, I, I was really trying not to encourage soccer. Uh, you know, I Garrett wanted to play soccer. I'm not going to tell him no. But I wasn't practicing with him. But Deanna, your old manager, sending soccer balls. Yeah. And- <laughs> I was I was doing everything I could to not um, make him good at soccer, and the little shit scores five goals. First game, five goals, and I'm just like, oh, and he's like, Dad, it's uh, I'm good, Dad. I'm like, oh shit, right? <laughs> um, but we are gonna start music lessons. It turns out. Yeah. Our, our new neighbors teach music Is to it, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were already getting, you know, and, and babe, uh, Daddy Raymond wants to pay My for it. My dad really wants to encourage Because he loves yeah. music. He's a yeah. music guy. Um, but Garrett, like, kicking ass in soccer, kicking ass in baseball. And I'm like, crap. And then now we're going to do uh, mutton busting. On right? Sunday. 
day at the Kamau County Fair. I was like, I was thinking about this. I was like, how did I go from like living in New York City to now I'm building a chicken coop and my kid is mutton busting on Sunday? Because <laughs> like, baby, you're, you're a Texan and, and that's part of being a Texan. And, and you know, I'm so excited about the mutton busting. My, people, some people don't even know what mutton busting is. My mom was like, what is that? So it's if you've ever been to a rodeo or seen a rodeo, um, kids, this is where they be, they start becoming um, like bull riders. They start them on sheep, right? <laughs> so they got to hug the sheep and then they let them out of the chute and they have to ride the sheep. Okay, but for- I thought, I don't know why in my head, because... Cause you think of bull riding, like I thought maybe there was like not necessarily a saddle, but like a rope or like mm. a handle or like something you, you just hold hang on to the wall. And I finally watched videos. It's just kids, like literally hugging, hugging a sheep. A sheep. Yes. But with Garrett, what do you do when your arms aren't long no, you grab the to wall go around the sheep and you you take off, and and you have to hold on as long as you can. And the sheep's like, get off, get off, you're on me, get off. And then and then Garrett wins. But do kids get, I mean, obviously kids get stepped on by sheep. Like Rick, you did a show about mutton busting, didn't you? So yeah. do kids get like trampled by sheep? Yeah. It, um, yeah. So the network that, that we did the show with, they, um, they, they wanted all that out because it gets really violent. All right. Thanks, Rick. No. <laughs> Not the sheep part. The sheep get violent? No, it's the, it's. The, the aftermath. So if they fall off, like the sheep could run back over them. Yeah. Or they get hit in the walls and stuff. Yeah. They get uh, hit into walls? It's, it's the same as anything. Just let them do it. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. I don't oh, know. Dad, Rick. Steve's not even going to be here. Steve's going to be out of town. So know, I'm the one taking him. That's another reason I'm bummed. I'm because... worried about my outfit and what I'm going to wear at mutton busting. Meanwhile, my kid's going to get trampled by a sheep. I didn't I, I didn't know about this. I didn't know that was an option. Yeah, it is happening. So... Um, but we're excited about Garrett. I'm going to miss it. I'm so bummed. You better do. I get so mad at Renee because I'm like, babe, please, when I'm on the road and you guys are doing stuff, please take pictures. Well, now please. we might not be doing mutton Videos. busting. So no yes, video pictures then do. Um, but um, Sunday, uh-huh. this Sunday, yes, is um, father-daughter day. Yes. Right? So uh, where's where's Delilah Ray? We never have um, um, Delilah on the show. Well, she's in a box. Is that what you said? Delilah likes to play in boxes. <laughs> yeah, she does. So do I. <laughs> I knew as soon as I said it, I was yeah. like, "Oh, come here, mamas. Oh, look, come she's here. so excited. Come here. Come with dad. Come with dad. Look at my girl. Look at your little outfit. I didn't know Miss Betty was gonna dress you awesome. How oh, are you, pretty girl? She's so cute. What are you seeing? What Your phone. Seeing? So if you are a dad girl. Um, post, a, gr- a girl dad. Girl dad. Yeah. If you're a girl dad, um, post a little picture of you and your beautiful daughter. Um, because I am loving being a girl dad. And because of the outfits, right, Mama? Oh, Whoa. What did you do? Okay. There we go. Uh, so Miss Delilah, right? Mm, I love you. Say hi to everybody. Can you say hi to everybody? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Can you wave? Can you wave? Can you wave? Sometimes. She says mom and dad. She does say mommy and daddy right now. But we love her. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. You did it again. You did it again. Aww. 
She got a smile there. Uh-huh. Oh, Delilah Ray, we love you, baby girl. Okay, so that was Delilah Ray hanging out with us. Thank you for watching and listening to another episode of Steve and his Captain Evil. We hope you enjoyed it. We love you guys. My wife looks beautiful as always, right? Mama looks beautiful. And my daughter... Looking pretty precious too. Is my new pretty girl. I love you, baby girl. Till next time, guys. She's like, just give me the phone.